Welcome back, everyone, to the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful host, Joel McDonald. That is me. And, as always, my very, very good friend, Kyron Morrison. How are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm pretty good, actually. Just riding that doing sweet Pokemon good? high. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's it's a good feeling, isn't it? It's been far too long. Well, it hasn't in reality, but it feels like it has been. Well, to be fair, though, it's been fairly long. I mean, oh, okay, let's let's launch into it, I guess. that That's that's pretty much what we've been playing Joel, this week. Joel, what have you uh, been playing I, I this week? Uh, oh, I don't know. Probably the same thing you have in the past, like, 24 hours, Karen. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so Pokemon Sun and Moon came out literally today that we recorded this. Um, uh, if you picked it up, let us know. We want to know your thoughts on it as well. We're going to tell you ours, so strap yourselves in, guys. We both got Pokemon um, Sun. We did, we did, because praise the sun. Praise the sun, sun bros for life, always sun bro. Exactly. But it's all right, because my wife, we like, we always coordinate it. So she gets one and I get the other. So if we need to, like, trade Pokemon, we got it covered. We got our bases covered. So it's it's all good. We're all we're all good here. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, it's been a long, far too long. Really, it has been a while since we've had another original Pokemon game. One that isn't sort of a upscaled or not even upscaled like a, a rehashed um classic entry to the series which is good yeah well the, you, you do make a good point because the last one was obviously we had ruby and, and sapphires y. remakes before oh, yeah. that it was x and y yeah yeah x and y i mean which, which were great games they were the were they the first ones that sort of took it to this sort of where we are at the moment in terms of visual style Yes, I believe they were. Yeah, I think X and Y were the ones where it sort of turned the corner from going so that that top down, you know, going from the sprite base to still top down, but a little bit more fleshed out uh, in terms of uh, character design and whatnot, and and world design uh, into this sort of pseudo three D world um, that we have now. And honestly, I think it looks the best. Like. It looks amazing. Um, sun and Moon look fantastic. Well, Sun does. We can't speak for Moon, but I'm sure it looks pretty much the same. Um, yeah, I, I'm about maybe four hours into it or so. Uh, I haven't had a chance to put a whole lot of time into it. Um, I did go to the midnight launch last night in Federation Square in Melbourne, um, which, again... Ash, my wonderful, 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 amazingly lovely wife, uh, went along and picked up my my receipt for me so I could I could go after work because I had to work till about eleven o'clock. So I drove like a maniac into the city and uh, found a, a like a car park that was relatively decently priced for overnight parking uh, right near Fed Square, and I got there with about fifteen minutes to spare before the uh, the big countdown at midnight, and um, it was cool. I for the, the the little amount of time I was there, it was it was insane to see this um something like a video game have this sort of re, uh, effect on people. Um, there were there were so many people there. It was just it was packed, um, and it was great to see people who had no idea what was going on, looking on, going, "What the f- what?" We were just going out for drinks at the bar across the road, and what the fuck is this? Um, but yeah, they had a DJ there. They were set up on a little stage. They had a big Pokeball on the stage with them. Um, there were a whole bunch of people in cosplay down the front, like dancing. Um, there was cosplay in general was everywhere. Um, not just from Pokemon. I saw a Link. I saw a couple of... Uh, I saw Batman at one point. 
Because, you know, the Dark Knight sort of looking out for the Pokemon players out there, I guess. Um, but, yeah, it was cool. It hit, uh, and then at midnight they had a 10-second countdown. Went to midnight, there were fireworks, which is, like, pretty... It was pretty naff, but, like, it was kind of cool, like, the fact that they had fireworks and, you know, for for a video game. And not just a video game, a video game that's about collecting cute little monsters that you, you train up to battle each other. Um, and, yeah, so I waited in line for 20 minutes, picked up my copy of it, and, and I was home home by 1 a.m. So I put in a few hours, a couple hours last night, a couple hours today after work. Um, and, yeah, so thoughts, Kyron? It is probably my favorite Pokemon game since Gold and Silver at this point. It's yeah, like I, it's probably the best one, my, my favorite one that I've played. Of this, there's been a few that I haven't played. Um, I didn't play original Gold and Silver, but I played Heart Gold and Soul Silver, and yeah, I'd probably put them up there as my favorites. Um, and, and yeah, this has been the best since then. Like, to, in terms of adding stuff that's like adding to the game, I guess, like making it a bit more breathing a bit of fresh air into the game. The main thing for me is, so like, obviously I, I'm really enjoying the game and I like that there's little things that aren't new to the game. Like for example, you can hear Pokemon as you're walking around, which is really cool. Uh, but apparently yeah. that was in Pokemon Emerald. I didn't play that cause I OD'd on Ruby and hated it. So bleh to that. Right. But I also really like that, they're driving home that Pokemon are friends point with more confidence this time. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, uh, I mean, spoilers, I guess, but it happens in the first hour or so. But, um, I mean, if you're crazy like us and went completely media blackout trying to avoid as much as you could, which which we did at Kyron to, to some degree. It was pretty hard and I had still, still had some stuff spoiled, but for the most part, I think I got through okay. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Like, it's... um. We, we, we did it, so that's, you know, I think it's one of the first games I've sort of actively tried to avoid something that was being so forcefully shoved in my face, but, um, yeah, that, 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 so that, that first time, that when you get your, your starter Pokemon, the, that was the moment where I was, I was like, oh yeah, this looks really good, I like the setting, like Alola, Alola looks like a great region to explore, it's all new, it doesn't look like the same sort of towns that you go to in every Pokemon game, and, um, it feels fresh, and I was like, "All right, cool." You know, I'm I'm on board with this so far, but I was already on board with it from the demo. But that moment where you pick your, you, you get the three Pokemon in front of you, and you pick which one you want. Um, clearly, I went for Litten, uh, because Firecat, as like fuck yeah. Um, Unfortunately, who'd you go I, for? Kyle? I went for Poplio purely because one of the things I had spoiled for myself was the final stages at the starters. And I cannot right. stand the cats one, so I bailed on Litten immediately. I still haven't seen them yet, so sorry that's, in advance, Joel. Sorry in advance. <laughs> uh, if you're look, wondering, he, he the looks... winner is the owl, but I don't like grass Pokemon, so I wasn't going for that either. Yeah, fair enough. Well, my wife went for that one because she's fucking owl crazy. So, um, and to be fair, if I if like there wasn't a fire cat on offer, I would have gone. I would have gone for Rowlet. Um, just because he, he looks so adorable. But, um, yeah, so Litten, I, I named Litten Link, which I thought was great because he kind of looks like my cat. But then I realized that my he was a she after I'd named it. Nice one. Um, so, you know, there's a bit of continuity error there. 
Um, but yeah, so you pick your Pokemon, and then you have like this sort of bonding ceremony, essentially, where you stand facing your this Pokemon that you selected, and you have to wait and see if the Pokemon picks you. And like clearly, it's obviously scripted, but it's still like, oh my god, is it gonna, is it gonna like me? Is it? Are we gonna be friends? There's that little split second where I was like, what if it doesn't like me? What if I have to pick? What if it doesn't like me and I'm not allowed to have that Pokemon? Like it's written into this game's code. Um, but I just like that touch. It, like you said, it drove home that point of Pokemon are our, like are your friends, and that you are going on this adventure with your friends that you are, you know. They're not just these little creatures that you're sending out to like punch the shit out of each other and shock each other to death and whatnot. I mean, they, are, they are mostly that. Well, oh god, yeah, absolutely. But to have that sort of like, you know, like that heart to it at the start of the game, I, I, I'm more emotionally invested in this now than I have been in a long time with Pokemon. Definitely, it was a very good start, and I like, I liked the first battle you had. Now I assume. Okay, I was just about to say I liked something that happened after the first battle, but first of all, I want to say something I don't like about it, and it's okay. something that's going to be definitely a running theme for this game, I can tell already, Yeah, is just, oh my god, I hope it gets challenging. Yeah, uh, look, the difficulty level isn't amazing. I found it, like, I haven't found it, like, punishing, but I've found it challenging enough, but, I mean, I'm pretty terrible at Pokemon, um the amount of times I've played it, I'm still not great at it, but it's, yeah, there, the, it is a little handholdy, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I have played up until the first, uh, grand trial. Right. And again, I'm not sure if this is because it's the first Island or it's maybe it's cause it's the first part of a game, but I don't like how much of the story is just happening in cutscenes, And I'm, I'm basically walking from point to point to meet characters and talk and meet characters and talk. I, I always kind of liked in the original Pokemon games, like obviously there was still dialogue and you yep. still talk to characters, but it felt more genuinely like you were going on an adventure. And again, yeah, maybe that'll yeah. change in this one. Maybe. Cause I mean, I have just finished the first grand trial. I'm heading to the Marina to catch a boat elsewhere. But one of the other NPCs is like, oh, I'm going to come with you too because I've got to go here. I'm like, can I just go on my own and go on a Pokemon adventure, please, guys? No? Look, Maybe. yeah, yeah, it's... I I totally agree with you there. Um, I don't mind that, though. I don't know. I, I feel like if it keeps doing it for the duration of the entire game, it's going to wear thin. And it you do, like you said, need that element of exploration there, but... I know it's kind of cool that they're sort of, you know, making that story more prominent. Um, because, like, I mean, when it comes down to it, I mean, this game is being marketed marketed towards younger gamers because of the subject matter and the ideas behind it, and especially because of Pokemon Go, like the amount of kids that were playing that game. Um, but yeah, like for people like us who've been with the series for ever um yeah I, I i'm worried it's gonna wear thin but i don't know i have faith I, like the stuff that they've changed so far or not changed but like they've added or improved upon so far i feel like i have faith in this game um so fingers crossed for that <laughs> i, I want to believe joel i really do 
The other thing yeah. I've noticed, and again, maybe it's just because it's the first area, but a lot of the grass patches don't have a great variety of Pokemon, I've noticed. Mm, but again, yeah, it is like yeah, it is true. the first island, so maybe it'll change, but yeah, it's I don't like know. It's a tutorial island, yeah. There was a portion I went through where I fought like probably 10 or 15 Spearows in a row, and I was kind of... I was thirsty for a new Pokemon at that point. I was like, give me give me something, please. Something new. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I haven't even... Actually, I haven't even seen a Spear yet. Oh, you'll see a lot of them very soon. Yeah. Okay, yeah, fair enough. And Zubats. Um, oh, God. They had to be back, though. Oh, yeah. But that's a cool thing, though, is the fact that all these Pokemon you're seeing in areas, regardless of whether they're Spearows or Zubats and things that you just like, fuck off. They're still Pokemon. They're like, they're, they're OG Pokemon. And they're there. And you, you, they're the first things that you see. So it's, I, I guess for people like us, it's that familiarity. It's like, oh, look, it's it's like a nice big old blanket we can wrap it around ourselves. Not at this time of year because it's fucking disgustingly hot some days. But, you know, it's, it's that comfort of like, ah, oh, these are these characters that I played when I was younger. That's true. But then I find myself in a tough situation where I am now. Where I feel kind of guilty, but my team is like, like four of my six Pokemon are like original Pokemon. And oh god, yeah, most of mine are. And it just makes me feel bad because I'm like, no, I should be exploring the new ones. And I know That's that true. I have got a few of them that are in like their lower forms, but the differences, at least type-wise so far, haven't been great. Like I got a Meowth, but the only difference really is that he's dark instead of just normal. Right. I got a, right. a lower Grimer, who's poison dark as opposed to just poison and yep there are differences but i don't know it hasn't been huge so far again it's not really fair to judge a game like pokemon on its opening area but i've spent about six or seven hours there today and yeah i'm hoping the next island i don't know just gives me more room to breathe and lets me explore Again, I love the idea yeah. of like a Pokemon trainer just walking out the door going, cool, off I go, I'm going to go get my badges and beat the Elite Four, doop, doop, doop. Yeah, I mean, look, it's tried and true, and they used it, they, they they milked that cow for so long because it worked, and it like we didn't complain about it that much because, I mean, it's what, it's what you wanted when you go into a Pokemon game. So, I mean, props to them for trying something different, but yeah, it is a little, I don't know, I, like you said, I hope... Later down the track, we get a little bit more exploration, a little bit more, you know, crawling through caves and climbing mountains and, and, and going through big grassy fields and, and exploring and finding these new Pokemon. Yeah. Speaking of breaking the mold, it's, I don't mind, I'm not, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining about the lack of gyms now that we, I mean, we, it would have been known for a while, but I would tried to avoid it to the confirmation, yeah. but now I know there's no gyms. Yeah. I've actually I'm at peace with it purely purely because because of no gyms, the variety of Pokemon on my team is ridiculous. Oh yeah, because yeah, I'm, right. I'm no like, longer not... I'm no longer restrained by the the game going. Okay, the first gym is rock, so we can't let you catch any you know Pokemon that have huge type advantages against that. So no oh, yeah, water, yeah. no grass, all these other ones. But because there's no gyms. I've got a Ghastly's, I've got a Ghost Pokemon, I've got Poison Grimer, I've got Electric Pichu, my Water Starter. Oh, yeah. I'm all over the place, and it feels good. It feels more yeah, like a, a world. Yeah, and that's what I like about it too. Like I, I, 
I, I, I was going to post something today. I was going to put up on Facebook and just say like already two hours in and I'm already like, um, I'm only two hours in. I'm already ready to pack up my life and move to like, um, the Alola region and just start my new life there. It seems like a lovely place. I just want to live there. <laughs> like it's, it's nice. It's like, you know, the beaches and you know, everyone's friendly saying Alola, Alola when you're walking along the street and. Um, I mean, to be fair, all the Pokemon worlds little... are pretty rad because we would just be Pokemon oh, trainers. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I don't know, there's something about the beach thing, though, like the, the Hawaii beach thing. I don't know, it's just, it's speaking to me some, for some reason. I've never been like, a, like, I like the beach, but I've never been like, oh, God, I wish I could live by the beach. But something, it's it's got its hold on me for some reason. I don't know, I'm just, I'm really excited to explore more of it, but... Um, Another thing that I really like that they've added uh, that I just found out today and I got super excited and it's super trivial and just nothingness, but the fact that you can buy clothes and change your hairstyle. So you can customize your character, essentially, uh, which has been missing forever well, from Pokemon games, really. Well, I mean, you did have some clothes and like customization stuff in Pokemon X and Y. Oh yes. Uh but it seems like it can go further in this one. Yeah, like cuz each island has its own shop that has like exclusive items essentially that you can buy. Uh I, I like I don't know, I got I got all excited when I was like oh, I can buy clothes. Oh yeah. That's weird of me to say, but I I don't know, I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, I, I just had a quick look, and yeah, there was a there was a decent variety of clothing in Pokemon X and Y. Right, okay, so it, cool. it was it's there, been, but it's it, been a while. But uh, it's been a while since I played X and Y. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing, though, because the most recent one, at least, I had to Google it because I wasn't sure because Alpha Sapphire and or Omega Ruby and whatever the two games were that came after that, and that didn't have any yep. of that stuff. Like, but I was just wasn't really there. No, it was like it was like for, for more or less it was sort of a reskinned version of the of the like ruby and sapphire with a few things twisted in there to to mix it up a little bit but nothing as revolutionary as we're seeing in not revolutionary that's probably a big too, bit too much of a bigger word yeah, but ooh. nothing is like you know different that we've seen um previously than say like sun and moon it's look it's good it's really good. I mean, again, early days. It's only been 24 hours. Um, but I'm super pumped to jump back into that world and just hang out there. I'm very much, Hang out with Litten. I'm very much enjoying it. And I love after a battle, if a Pokemon gets paralyzed or poisoned, I can just use that Pokemon Refresh to like rub a medicine on it and make it feel better. Oh, I love that. And give it's it a treat so and give it a little pat and make it feel happy. I'm like, good it, work, buddy. Oh, I love that. It's oh, Again, I love it. It brings in more of that Pokemon are your friends, not just your slayers thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's like you're you know you're rewarding. It's like yeah. you did a good job. It's like when you're training, like a pet. You're going all right, cool. You, you, if you go to like a training school, it's like you did the thing right. Awesome. Here, have a little treat. Have a pat on the head as well, and they love it. And that's yeah, you, you, that that bonding element that has sort of felt a little absent, I guess, from Pokemon games is is there. And it's oh, it's good. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, so in fact, far, I'm thinking about. I'm a huge fan of it so far. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I yeah, I want to play more now. 
I have to work tomorrow morning, early tomorrow morning. <laughs> and, oh, no, no, but Pokemon. Soon, Joel, um, soon. I know, after that. I've got, actually, I'm working like the next four days in a row, so God, it's going to be very sporadic Pokemoning in the next few days. Oh, boy. Um, Anything else you want to talk about in Pokemon? Uh, no, honestly, I think I've, on it, for what I've played so far, I've covered most of the things I've noticed. Yeah, we we might we might check back in with it next week after we've spent like a good good chunk of time with it, and um and yeah, we'll see how we go from there. Maybe in uh, have any other impressions? Maybe we in a week's time we're like, oh, it's the worst game <laughs> ever created, but it's the worst I, Pokemon I, game. Yeah, exactly. I I highly doubt it. I the way it's going at the moment, I'm really like I said, I have faith that it's going to be like. One of the greats. One of the greats. As a wise you, man said. You can't use that title. That title's been coined for another game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, to sully that, that title. It's not, but, um... You don't have to apologize to me. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but in terms of any, something, anything else I've been playing this week, I mean, I've been playing more Dying Light. Nothing's changed with how I feel about it. It's still great. I'm still really enjoying that. Um, actually, I just got to a new area. Uh, which is cool. It's like it looks completely different to the first area, um, and that's kind of cool. So I'm really enjoying parkouring my way around that and helping people out. Um, but I haven't touched that for a couple of days either. But uh, what we both have been playing a little bit of this week as well. Surprise, surprise! Overwatch. Only because Sombra came out. Yeah. Sombra and new game modes and stuff as well, the new arcade stuff as well. Um, but yeah, Sombra. Let's let's uh, let's talk about her. What are your what are your thoughts on Sombra, Kyron, After going on hands on with her, you mean when you can get hands on with her? Well, yeah. Hey, look, we've got a pretty good strategy down now, <laughs> don't we? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, we have, but the the counter to that has just been incomplete matches because so many people just bail now. Yeah. Yeah, Which sucks. And it's like, it's like almost people almost forget that like there are other ways you could go and try her out. There's, but there's stigma against those modes. Oh yeah, look, yeah. Anyway, that's that's there. Yeah, I I'm a little bit in love with her. I I want to get better as her. Um, so when I get the opportunity, when when all the uh, the kerfuffle dies down, I'm sure I'm going to try and um, stick it out with her and try and get a little bit more uh, skill behind her. Uh, because when Anna got announced, I was like, oh, cool, but like I'm not very good at sniping on a console. Uh, although my play of the game I had in a 1v1 match will say say otherwise. But uh, um, yeah, so I, I wasn't super excited for her. And I played with her a little bit and I'm like, yeah, she's great. I don't feel like she's my type of play style for Overwatch in general. Whereas Sombra feels like Tracer on crack. Um, like she can go invisible. She's got a little teleport drone. Um, her submachine gun feels really nice to use. Uh, even if the clip size on it is ridiculous. Like that clip size is massive. It'll, it'll probably be one of the things that gets reduced when she gets her inevitable nerf probably before the next Absolutely. season starts. Absolutely. Um, I, I don't doubt it. I almost took out a Reinhardt with one clip. Like, granted, he wasn't using his shield. I think he, he just lost his shield. 
and I just held down the trigger and almost took him out until he, he must have uh, recharged his um his dash attack and pinned me against the wall and ended my game. But um yeah, like I almost took out a right like a tank character with one clip. Like whew, I think it's I mean, she is an offensive class, so she is all about the DPS. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's and not it's very prevalent. It's not out of character. Like Farah, who I play a lot of, uh, does mm-hmm. ridiculous damage with accurate shots. So I'm like that part doesn't surprise me too much. But she can do so much damage. Yeah, and it's not so much a spray and pray weapon as like I thought it might have been. You can still like, spray can and pray. Like I did a de- oh, God, I do yeah. a decent spray amount of damage as I'm flailing around. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's um, uh, it's. Yeah, if you're accurate, it's like again, it's like traces, uh, traces pistols. Like if you're accurate with that, those that can be like, like life ending. Like you know, that could be game over for the, the person you're pointing those at. Um, and I, I like the fact that she moves faster when she goes invisible. Um, I like the fact that she can be discovered when she's invisible. So if you, if someone is uh, wildly firing at you when you're invisible and they don't know you're there, that will break your cloak, which is cool. But otherwise, um, it, is annoying. A, it is a perfect cloak, I'll have you know. Oh, yeah. Because I was oh, playing yeah. a it's match last night as Sombra, and I was... It was on... It was on London. It was on King's Row. And I was mm-hmm. going towards a med kit toward, as we were pushing the payload towards the very final checkpoint. You know that little med kit that's in that side alley, like the side room underneath the... Oh, yeah, yeah, that little alcove. Yeah, yeah, so I was ducking yeah. in there, and I was like, oh, man, fucking the enemy Sombra hacked it. I mean, it's nearly done, so I guess I'll hang around. And I kind of, I turned about 90 degrees, and I was like, cool, area looks clear. And then just right in front of me, Sombra's like, nah, hacked you and killed me. And I was oh. I was like, I didn't even know you were there. Fuck, bitch, you're a bitch. But, but yeah, f- fuck you? Um... Yeah, like it's I. She's gonna be a real pest, uh, and I've I've gone from hating those kind of trolly pest characters to kind of liking them. My my hatred for Tracer has become my love for Tracer, um, so I'm kind of okay with that. But like, yeah, playing against her, it's ooh, there's nothing better than getting into a hack off against a, like an enemy Sombra. So when you're playing Sombra and it's like, who can do it first? Oh, I gotcha, yes! Honestly, from my experience Um, the other night, there's nothing better than when you just, you, when she just clicks and I was, I was all over the enemy team, like, cloaking, like, throwing, at the end of my cloak, throwing my teleport device to get behind them, doing damage, hacking, running away, and just, I was everywhere at once and it felt great. She's a great character and I definitely want to play more of her, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I look. I'm I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna dip my hand into it a little bit more. Um, but uh, also, I just want to say that I'm super proud. Blind luck that I got this. So, but I've been playing a lot of Zenyatta lately and fucking loving it because that guy is awesome. Um, so yeah, I think my I, I, my my love for Lucio has been neglected slightly in terms of my healer class. I think Zenyatta's he's my main there now. I mean, the main problem is um, they keep nerfing Lucio. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, he suffered another one this time. He did, yeah. Now he heals yeah. less per second. Like I don't yeah. know. Like I get that he's the most used healer, but here's the thing: maybe don't nerf him and improve the other healers instead, so that people feel compelled to use them. Exactly. You've got a choice. You're not like, oh, clearly I have to be healer. All right, I'm going to go Lucio. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know, but Zenyatta, like, oh man, that guy's great. But we played a match where we played, we came up against what, four mercies. Four mercies. Five? It was a joke. Yeah, four mercies. It was a joke. Hilarious. And we lost. And they won. Yeah, they absolutely won. And that was amazing. I was, I, I, I wasn't even mad. I was like, that's great. But in the, like, the flurry of resurrections that were happening, I managed to get rapid discord. I managed to get Zenyatta's one of his trophies. Actually, I got both of his trophies that same night, but I got rapid discord, which is um, to kill four people within six seconds with a discord orb. Um, I managed to do it, and I, I don't know how, but it's in my trophy list now, and I have it. And then a couple of matches later, I managed to get it, the Iris embraces you by stopping. I got sucked into a Zarya black hole, um, had my ultimate, so I was like, shit, better activate it. As I activated it, a Reaper popped in and did his Death Blossom, and a Hanzo shot his Dragon Strike, uh, like his, his Dragon Arrow, and I managed to heal enough percentage, enough damage to my team um, with my uh, Transcendence to get that trophy i was like well that's that one done uh but yeah that was my little humble brag moment that i wanted to have i was very proud of myself um even if it was blind luck that i got it uh now current have you dipped into any of the other that said so sombra wasn't the only thing that got added there was also it was because it was a big patch it was like a 10 gig patch that dropped this week um which is insane but uh, it also had uh, PS4 Pro um, patch stuff in it as well, I think, to make it run on a PS4 Pro like it should. Whatever that matters, because none of us have one, so we don't really know about that yet. Um, but it also added the, the arcade mode, which was where previously what the brawl was, I guess you could say. Um it's been sort of assimilated into the arcade now. Uh, the arcade's got a whole stack of different game modes. Um, most noticeably, there's a 1v1 and a 3v3 mode now, um, which I've had a chance to go go into and play around that with. And I really like them. I I think it's, it adds this... It, they're quick rounds. Like, the matches still go... For, like, a whole match will still go for about the same length as, a, a, like, a, a normal match like a like a quick player or a competitive match, um, but each round is very quick, um, and I like that. I like the tenseness of it. I like the fact that it's oh god, like you know where are they? Where are they? And as soon as you find them, it's like all right, it's on now. All right, now I'm going to have my plan of attack. Really makes you rethink how you play some of the characters that you might be good at. Um, have you had a chance to go hands on with that one, Kyron? Uh I will not be going into one v one because it just doesn't interest me. Just, yeah, just fair doesn't. enough. 3v3 I've tried a couple of times, and it's okay. It's kind of fun, but eh, I'll stick to the regular game modes, thanks. Yeah, fair enough. I, I Just something about it, I, I didn't think I'd like 1v1 either, but I really liked it. I, I've only played like two round, like two matches. Um, I lost both of them horribly, uh, but like I said before, I got a play of the game. Sniper play of the game was a sharpshooter. I got two actually, but there's one. The one was in a three v three, but the one in a one v one mode, um, because the way one v one works is it's randomly selected characters essentially. So, or it, it's complementing characters. So it might be like a Genji versus a Genji, or it might be um, Roadhog versus Roadhog, or it might be there's I can't remember the one I had where it was two different characters, but it was ones that were like 
complementing each other, I guess, you know. Uh, so it's not completely unbalanced. It's still a balanced game mode without you selecting characters, I guess. Um, in fact, if you select the characters, it will make it quite unbalanced. But um, I I had a Widowmaker versus Widowmaker match, and I literally just popped my head up, saw him, one-shot headshot all over, and I was like, yep, I'll take that. Lost the, lost the entire round, but this has just turned into me humble bragging about my Overwatch feeds this week. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh boy, um, but it's cool, and like you get like a little intro at the start of it, like it sort of highlights your character and your name, and says what the character you're playing is, and I don't know, it makes it seem sort of epic. This is one v one, like you know, mano in mano game mode, um, and the three v three is very similar as well. Uh, it's an elimination round, so once you get shot, you're out. Um, but again, the rounds are so quick that it doesn't really matter. You're not out for long. Um, but on top of that, the arcade also adds, um, oh boy, this is going to be off the top of my head now, uh, uh, Mystery Brawl, which is 6v6 random characters. Um, so you go into it, you just get given a character and that's it for your, for that round. Um, there's a, like a no rules brawl, so it's like hero stacking essentially, so you can just go in and play as six sombras versus six sombras, which I'm sure is what is happening right now. Um... And then there's also the... What's the other one? Oh, the Brawl playlist. So they've taken all the, the previous brawls that they've made um, and made them a playlist, essentially, so you can play through all the brawls that they've had previously. It's cool. I like that there's a little bit more variety to it now. Um, if you like it, especially for solo queuing. Like, I mean, obviously 1v1 is perfect for solo queuing because it is solo queuing. Um but even the 3v3 modes, it's not too bad. Um, if you can see what other... Like, if you're playing against two, uh, with other, two other people who are playing together, you can see what they're picking and go, all right, I, I can see what I'm going to pick to complement them. Um, and yeah, it's really good. So a lot of good content coming out for the old Overwatch this week. I like it. I still love that game. Yeah, look, it's good. But uh, the, the Sombra Pat thing came at the right time. Because oh, yeah. I was kind of done, but yeah, it's it's weird. Like I like even without the summer thing, it's like you know I feel like I'm like ah oh, cool. I, I won't I won't play it for like a week or two, and then I'll be like I I need to play Overwatch today. I need to, I need to just dip in, and I'll see if it, like if you guys are on. It's like hey, does anyone want to play Overwatch? And like one person might be like yeah cool, let's jump on. We'll jump on and play a few rounds. I'm like ah oh, there we go. Ooh, all right, back to normal and continue with my day. Like it, I don't know. I just there's something about it that's it's gotten into my veins. It's just a special little game that one. Oh boy, alrighty. Shall we? Uh, shall we? Is there anything else you wanted to talk about about the uh, about Overwatch this week? No, not really. Honestly, it's basically covered mm-hmm. it. Cool, awesome. Let's um, let's move on then. What do we got next, Kyron? Well, next up, well, well, this was a to preface this. There was a, some interesting tweets circulating the internet yesterday from mm. from people who had been reliable leakers relating mm-hmm. to the Nintendo Switch, saying that Eurogamer would be running an interesting story, like a story of interest, if you are keen on the Switch. Right, and that story has ran today, and it basically mm-hmm. implies says 
that they've got multiple sources confirming that Pokemon Sun and Moon will get an enhanced Switch Switch release known as Pokemon Stars. Makes sense. Well, uh, yeah, it'd be the first one that's come out since... Jesus, was it Platinum, the last one? Diamond Pearl Platinum? I think so, yeah. Like, yeah. Black and White got sequels for some reason. <laughs> oh, yeah, but that... Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. And X and Y never got a Z... No, we all thought Z was going to happen. Yeah. It never did. I guess because they didn't want to have a game called Pokemons. <laughs> Pokemons. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. <laughs> it would have been way. hilarious, but yeah. Oh, God, yeah. that's That would have been brilliant, uh, but no. But yeah, so for all intents and purposes, it sounds like this one could be a revival of that idea. It, look, it makes sense. I mean, with the whole... I mean, even before we knew what the Switch was, when there was talk about it being this sort of, like, hybrid console, when we didn't know for sure that it was going to be, but we kind of knew it was in the pipeline at least somewhere, um, the whole home console Pokemon came up again. Uh, and I think it... Look, it, it, it's probably the, the, the right place, right time, right console for it. Um like, like you said, you've said multiple times before, you, you just want to be able to play a Pokemon game on your TV, and it looks like it might be might be happening. Finally. Like, nothing against mm. the handheld, but I just love a big screen. I just like that. Yeah. That big screen there, just looking at it, just looking at my Pokemon. It's what I've wanted ever since Pokemon Stadium, and I yeah. know why they haven't done it. I mean, the franchise is called Pocket Monsters. I get it. Yeah. But come on. But- yeah, but it makes sense. Like you know, this is this is a this, this hybrid console that's coming out. Like you know, it's you don't have to sacrifice going. All right, cool. I'm going to play my my Pokemon Home console one for a little bit, and then I'm going to go out for it. I'm going away for the weekend, so I'm going to play my my 3ds one. It's like cool. I'm just going to chuck my Switch in my bag. I'm going to continue playing. Keep going. Um, I, this it's good. It, it's a, it's sort of a no brainer. Um, and I would be very surprised if it didn't happen. Um, but yeah, it seems like it's pretty, pretty solid sources on this yeah, one. Yeah, well, man, according to the Eurogamer article, we may have even seen our first glimpse back in the Sun and Moon February reveal teaser. Yes. Where, we, where you get a very early peek at Picky Peck, the, one of the new yep. bird Pokemon in the game. And the models, are it's pretty high res, mm-hmm. pretty, uh, HD-ish. Not at all what it looks like yep. in the 3DS game. And yeah, they're sort of like, they believe this is from the Switch version. Well, they've heard it's from the Switch version. So it right. may have been our first glimpse at it. So here's the thing. So it, it also, I don't know, I'm just checking to see if we put this in later on, but um, it's also come out that potentially Zelda's not going to be a launch title now for the Switch. Yep. It's getting delayed. Which is, okay. which is fine. It's fine. That's fine. Because the one um, the rumor that says that also mentions that uh, Splatoon will be a pack-in and a premium package for the game. Yeah, exactly. So, like, that that is a, a good thing alone. But do you think... Do you think Stars would be an appropriate launch title then? Sort of like a... I don't know if it'll... Like, I don't... I feel like it won't launch, launch with it. maybe? 
Launch window, I think, is possible. I think launch window for the Switch is going to be fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you'd want to hope so. Like, Nintendo would want to hope that they've got, like, a killer lineup for that launch. But I think... I mean, like, a launch window version of Sun and Moon, if if what they're saying is true and, like, we may have had that first little glimpse of it back in February when that trailer came out... It means they've been working on that game for a while, at least. Well, as it stands, uh, according to again, according to the Eurogamer article, basically Stars was a work in progress alongside Sun and Moon. But right. in the months leading up to Sun and Moon, they sort of halted development on that to polish Sun and Moon for release, and now they're moving back on the Stars again, according to the article to the report. Okay, so it's okay. it's interesting and. Honestly, I won't be surprised. We had already heard a while ago that Game Freak were working on something Pokemon-related for the NX at the time. Yep. So, look, it stars aligning for this one, I feel. And you know what's a good way to sell your console handheld hybrid? Put a Pokemon a fucking game Pokemon on game. Like, they shipped 10 a- million units for Sun and Moon this, like, this week alone. Yeah. Granted, I mean, they won't all the- sell, but 10 million is a lot, and... It'll get close to selling a lot of them, though. Oh, like, yeah. You know, like, it's... I mean, like I said, I was at that midnight launch at, at Federation Square. I mean, they, they, EB Games had hired out, like, the centre of Federation Square in Melbourne in a public place, and they had fireworks, and the place was packed. Like, it was packed. Yeah. There was so many people there. And, it, like, it was amazing. So I, I, I'm not surprised by that. But, um, yeah, that, that's a... That's a do you think though it being like you know the the Pokemon Yellow of this this uh this era, um, do you think that would hurt it? It would. Do you think it'd still be a, a like a console seller? Oh, I think so. Mm. Just basically based alone on the fact that you could play it on your TV. I just want to play, especially if it look like it it looks nicer as well. Like that would be fantastic. Well, that's it. Yeah, you know, if it looks better, it it, it runs a little bit better i mean i mean it already runs great on 3ds to be fair but well, I, mean, um, I had i have experienced some chugs in my i, oh, I, I okay. had a battle against one of a totem pokemon tonight oh and it, okay it, it calls for help and that brings in extra pokemon and it wasn't a huge dip in the frame rate but it did dip a little bit on my new 3ds xl so that was you yeah. know but nothing major like apart from that the games no. went fine do you know what just uh, another aside about Sun and Moon. You know, I noticed. I don't know if they confirmed this, but it's because I've been avoiding articles on Pokemon for so long. But uh, in towards the start, when you had to go out in a bridge for a certain reason, I won't say why. Uh, like very, like first half an hour of the game. Um, I was like, all right, I'm walking under a bridge. I'm going to turn the 3D on because they usually do some really cool depth, depth of field stuff with like bridges and stuff. No 3D. It's gone. No 3D. Yeah, I don't know if they officially... I feel like I had heard there was no 3D. Yeah, I'm sure they me- they must have mentioned it at some point, because it's a pretty big thing. But, um, So I, I was like, oh, maybe it's to sort of focus more power into making the game a little bit more ambitious, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Like, maybe it... And, like... I think even in the most recent ones, 3D was only active in battle. 
Right. I, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I feel like... Maybe maybe cut scenes as well? Maybe. I remember X and Y definitely was. But I yeah, X and Y definitely was reason. purely because of that fucking main city, which was just a circle. <laughs> oh, and yeah, they were like, hey, right. look how cool our 3D is. It's like, yeah, okay, I, I get yeah. it, guys. I do. But I'm literally running around a circle. Like, it's... <laughs> I'm doing it's essentially laps. a Pokeball city, yeah, yeah, doing sick laps. Um, yeah, well, that's that's exciting. I clearly you're going to pick it up again if that's true. Oh yeah, like I'm in. Like the Pokemon Stars, like playing on my TV. I'm sign me up. Take my money. Yep. Yeah, I'd be I'd be interested. I'd be definitely interested. Um, and if it's in that launch window, I think yeah, that's going to be it's a good sign for Nintendo. Some people might say otherwise, but I like. I think you've only got to look at this last week of Pokemon Frenzy. Look at this year between Pokemon this Go year. and Sun and Moon. Like they'd it's, be silly to not do this. Like we've had years to celebrate franchises of games, and and there've been celebratory things that have happened for those games, and it's been good. But the celebration of Pokemon has literally been all year. Like there's been something Pokemon related, and something big Pokemon related happening every other week like it's just i mean it's been insane it helps that every month they're giving out a new legendary pokemon at participating retailers <laughs> exactly so there's that alone and then you know the launch of pokemon go which was like just insane now here's the thing do you think the pokemon go had an influence on the fact like the hype around sun and moon oh definitely mm-hmm. yeah i would say definitely I, did yeah I, I i'd have to agree like seeing the the wide demographic of people that were at that midnight launch last night like there were like there were like dude bros sitting around just going oh yeah just got a pokemon yeah like sitting around with their 3ds's there were people in cosplay like i said batman was there he was hanging out there were like your typical people you would see at a midnight launch for a video game there were families with kids and i'm hoping those kids got to take the day off today from school to play pokemon because if so parents of the year um like so, this wide demographic of people all there for this game about collecting little monsters that fight each other. Like, yeah, I a free to play like augmented reality game. I def- definitely think it had something to do with that. Yeah, it, it definitely helped. So mm. fucking Pokemon's back in again. It's back, baby. This time it's in Pog form. No, it's not in Pog form. It's never going to be in Pog form. <laughs> it will be. In it Pog is form, in though. trading card form still, though. Ah, it Inc- is. Yes. Inc- Did you end up buying? No, those? I didn't. I need to track down a, a booster pack of the of the like OG Pokemon cards just for just for nostalgia. Yeah, there's something. Like, I must admit, like I haven't I haven't looked at it, like a Pokemon card in years. But like just thinking of that, then I remember I have like a couple of specific moments in my head, like of memories of like going to like Eagle Hawk Video Land and buying a couple of booster packs of Pokemon cards and never playing the game oh no it made no fucking sense i could never figure it out no what the what probably now i I still don't know like energy cards man what do you do with them how do they function (laughs) they're mana that's that's, it's like it's like magic see i'm already i'm already out (laughs) yeah see like because i've played magic the gathering now i feel like i'd have a bit more of an understanding how that works like and it like the energy cards make sense to me like i'm like oh it's just mana but the fact that there's like all the different types of mana that you need to like manage oh that's that makes me anxious just thinking about that like manage the different types of mana that you need for the pokemon that you've got in your oh and like Jesus. they go into the discard oh. pile and there's types and 
there's all the item oh, yeah. cards and then there's like evolving your Pokemon and I oh god yeah like oh, oh. god and now there'd be there'd be mega evolutions as well wouldn't there oh shit yeah oh, and probably Jesus. like what the Z evolutions or oh, they're doing the Z well. moves yeah probably oh, Z moves and stuff god. I'd say in the new in the new ones they probably be Jesus yeah. Christ I just wow crazy <laughs> I just remember yeah I, I had those cards and we we're like yep I don't understand this game so I'm just gonna look at them boy they look nice yep except for that yep. original Pikachu card which still looks like garbage <laughs> you all know it the one like you garbage. all saw it oh it looks like garbage um but yeah so we'll uh hopefully look forward to some uh home console Pokemon in the coming months we will find out in January I believe Yes. Oh, Kyron. <laughs> Kyron. Oh, boy. I laugh because it hurts. It Yeah, we're just masking the pain, Kyron. Uh, Earlier this week, Atlas USA put on a special little stream for Persona 5, Joel. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was super special. They showed off a bunch of, like, a bunch of a game running in English, revealed that it oh, sounds yep. like Igor's got a new voice actor. Oh, right. Yep, uh, awesome, showed, cool. Showed a lot of the mechanics, the game mechanics cool. in, in motion. And uh, that hype. also oh. let us know it's delayed till April. Crushed. <laughs> I mean, trade-off as like a as an offering, they are including the original Japanese voice track. That's cool. Which is, That's great. Which is amazing. And it was mm-hmm. definitely something that a lot of Persona fans just want from Atlas. And Atlas was always just like, Nah. nah, 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 not doing it. But I guess they it... they felt that when they were delaying it until April, they their hand was forced. Well, it's a good step for 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 Atlas fans in general, I guess. That coming like you know for future releases, that might be something that they'll do because they know that there is a market for it. So even if they you know fans have probably been screaming for it for years, but um, still, still doesn't. Help. It, it hurts, Joel, and I. It still. Hurts. I checked immediately to see if there was like extra allotments of the Take Your High Edition being made available, but so far it does not look like it. I'm. I think I'm going to pre-order on Amazon. I actually think I'm going to do it because it's cheaper. When When would you be charged for it? That's a very important question. It's before the game comes out. I do think you... it's. I can't remember exactly. I did look it up. I did look into it. It was. It's worth remembering. That it will release. It's at the start of April, which will be dangerously close to the Switch launch. Oh yeah, that's true. Just, just food to thought. Oh. Like, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But I mean, oh boy, I'm sad. Also, I'm it's sad. worth noting. Uh, I'm pretty sure they said 24th of November. There will be a oh, an avatar and a theme. It goes yes. up for free for like 24 hours. It went up for America like yesterday, but we have to wait till next week for it. I was wondering about that because I did see it went up and I was like, does that mean here as well? But no, that's good. Thank you. That, that I know that that's next yeah, week. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw um, the the Atlas PR guy on Twitter taking mm-hmm. questions about it. So next okay. week, I think that goes up. I think on the 24th exactly, but yeah, just check the store daily, I'd say. Yep. Yep. Oh, I will be. Uh Take your heart, take your heart, and just stomp it on the ground. I, That's what they've done. I guess silver lining 
Uh, we'll be getting For Honor, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. You better believe we're getting For Honor now. On For Honor's just like, yes, people will play me. <laughs> My time has come. Yeah. They're like, the guys from Dialogue Options are going to play our game yes. now. Yes. Oh. Vandenberg is just like hyped as fuck for Van- it Vandenberg now. got Atlas to delay the game again. Yeah, it's, oh, it's all him. I'd be pre- Actually, that I hope it's not. I'd be pretty Viking. mad if it was him. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I could be mad I, at Vandenberg. I, I think for Persona 5, I could be. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Also, I just want to... Our, our heart goes out to, to Josh from OK Games as well. We know you're hurting with us as well. Oh, if you're God, listening to this. It, we know you, you're on our side, man. You're on it. You're welcome to come and talk Persona with us anytime. It hurts to think that I have to wait till April now. <sighs> we were so close, guys. We were so close. We were so close. We were, it was essentially like two months away. Oh, and yet so far... And, like, two, oh. two decent months, like, with stuff to look forward to, like, 15, Last Guardian, Game Awards, yeah. then January has Resi and Gravity Rush, and February was right there. It was right there. <sighs> it was ready. I was ready to eat my life, and now I have to wait till later. Now. I guess, I mean, what do we know that's coming out in, apart from the Switch, but, like... <laughs> the Switch. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much it, isn't it, in that time of year? So I guess it's probably better in terms of my time allotments but I mean maybe if the Switch launches with what it says it was, it's going to launch with which so far sounds like Splatoon Mario Kart, Mario Kart and a 3D Mario yeah and at some point oh imagine and if, Zelda and Pokemon imagine if that imagine if Breath of the Wild comes out at the same time though. oh god I I just oh. I'd just probably just scream at my TV because I wouldn't know what to do I'll just combust. You'll see an explosion from somewhere near my house. What? It's just like, you'll see it from Bendigo. Like, you'll see it. So faced with the choice between Breath of the Wild and Persona 5, like, what do you even do? What What do you I, do? Mm, do you just, do you take the day off and try to clone yourself so that you can still play both of them at the same time? Karen, I've got an idea. Time turner. Time turner? <laughs> we can get it. We can get him. I've got a guy. And you know a guy? <laughs> I know a guy who can get us some time turners. Is this going to be like one of those, one of those fan fiction-y ones? Oh yeah, no, but it works. He said it works. Okay, all right. He's he said he's good for it. It's I, fine if he says so. If he says so, I trust him. It's, it's all good. Yeah, Barry from down the pier. <laughs> Barry, tra- I don't know where I don't know where I'm going with this. We're getting to that point of the podcast, Kyron, where I'm starting to lose my mind. <sighs> um, but yeah, sad news all around. Sad times. Uh, I forgive you, Atlas, but I am disappointed. Yeah, yeah, we understand, but you know. You know we're gonna buy your game. That's what, <laughs> that's what it is. You know, you know all of us. All of us are suckers. We're gonna we're gonna buy into that shit. Oh, uh, mentioned about Ubisoft before. Um, yeah. Wow. Ubisoft. So what a week for Ubisoft. So Watch Dogs Two launched. Yeah. I'm thinking about picking it up. I honestly am because I wanted to like the first game, and I just but it was impossible. Didn't. It was pretty awful. Um, and that's coming from me, who liked everything uh, and can see the good in everything. I, it was shit. I didn't even get past the first chapter. I was. I like, think Ugh. I got to the end of Act One, and then oh. I couldn't stand Aiden Pierce or the the world and air quote hacking any longer. Yep. And I just quit the game. I still have it on my shelf, and I'll never, ever, ever, ever go back to it. Oh, that was trade fodder for me. I threw that at something else so hard. It's just not worth anything now. So hard and fast. No. No, no. It was when it was like the game is still just oh, coming out. Okay. Like I, I got rid of it within like two weeks max. So it was still worth something. 
not much, but something. So I threw that shit towards something else. Um, but for everything that I've seen of Watch Dogs 2, I'm really, really eager to play it. Except for one thing that I've seen that's come out this week, Aaron. Oh, boy. So... Aaron. Okay, so basically there's a there's an explicitly detailed NPC in the game. Oh. To, to summarise, because I'll, I'll, I have a VG247 article open. Yep. To summarise, there's an NPC prostitute and when they when she was killed her skirt came up and it showed her wearing an interesting choice of undergarment which left nothing mm. to the imagination nope and so this, the extra oh. the extra strange thing about this is it was getting people banned yes yeah see look, okay so she's wearing essentially crutchless panties yeah. and there is a detailed model super detailed of of just vagina, and it's worth noting that it's super detailed from the company that complained that they couldn't put in a female assassin in an Assassin's Creed game a few years back. Yeah, can't make an interesting as female assassin character, but we can put a fucking vagina on a NPC character it, and just have it out there. I I honestly did did a double take when I first saw the story this week. It was crazy. Yeah, it was bizarre, and I just I don't know what they were thinking. Like, uh, just, no, uh, which it's, it's a shame because all it critically Watch Dogs 2 is getting relatively good reviews. It's doing relatively well and people are playing it saying it's, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, the world's a good place to live in. It's like, it's bright, vibrant. The hacking stuff is different. It's nice now. It's like, it's not just like boring mini games. It like turns the world into a mini game and yeah. So I'm like, that I was like, yeah, I'm on board with. It. I'm probably going to pick it up, like you know, in a couple of weeks' time. This is just not the news you want. Well, coming out. By the time you pick it up, it'll probably be patched out. Honestly, so. oh yeah, god yeah. Like I mean, oh, what a shame. I'm not buying it now. <laughs> no detailed vagina models. I'm not. I'm out. Sale revoked. Yeah, done. You have lost yourself a sale, Ubisoft. <laughs> but yeah, so that was no, that was a fun little thing. Just fuck. Oh, just bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. I, I, I want to know that. I'd love to have been in the meeting where that went down, where they decided that was going to be a thing. Well, here's the thing. I, I mean, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be a stretch to imagine it wasn't in a meeting. I want to be in the meeting when they found out it was in the game, and it is like, yeah, are actually, you serious? That's a very good point. How which, did this which, get in there? Which to to quote uh, Sean Murray in No Man's uh, and um and Hello Games, a disgruntled employee <laughs> decided to put that one in. Like, do you think it might have been... Do, like, let's, let's just speculate for a second here. Do you think it might have been some oh, sort of guy like, wanna, fuck you? You want to put on the tinfoil hats, do you? Oh, yeah. Conspiracy of the Gaming Illuminati. <laughs> Jeff Keighley's running it all, yeah. Nah, Jeff Keighley's cool. He wouldn't do this. Nah, nah, it's fine. Nah, he uh, wouldn't do this. I don't know, man. It's so hard to say. It could have just been, maybe it was for fun or a joke and it just got left in there and I don't know yeah it's hard to really pick it's, it but it's crazy what uh, happened and this is where we are now people oh, people yeah. took to Neogaf on Twitter and were like yeah so my uh, I got banned for sharing and I don't know why yeah and well, there you go that's why and now it's, it's getting yeah. patched so you know it won't be an issue soon but wow it was soft <laughs> as if you, as if people were not going to share that like as if that wasn't going to get out but Oh, we should briefly touch on people getting banned as well. Like, if we want to go back to Pokemon just briefly, there was also the news that came out that some people had pirated Sun and Moon because it leaked online earlier this week. 
and people were playing it on like loader cards. Um, but Nintendo's throwing the old band hammer on them, and not even like a not even like a, a kitty band. Like I'm hearing nope. perma bands. Yep, perma bands, and people are mad about it. Here's a solution: don't fucking pirate the yeah, game. Yeah, maybe don't pirate it. I don't know. That's that's a suggestion. But you can you can feel free to to take it on board, or you can ignore it. You know, that's up not to even you guys. a suggestion. It's fucking common sense. Oh, like no, they can uh, they okay. can choose, but okay, that's fine. Just that's be fine. aware that if you choose to pirate it, no online for you. Big old band hammer. Um, yeah, and that's like oh man, whole library's gone as well. So yeah, be careful out there. Be safe. Be safe, gang. Don't look don't out for pirate. Don't pirate games, and don't look at highly detailed vagina models in Watch Dogs 2. <laughs> God. Uh, all right, some good news. Let's get some good news going. Uh, well, actually, it was kind of spawned... It, it was born out of some bad news, but um, uh, last year, Telltale announced that they were working... They were going to be working in conjunction with Marvel to create a game, and also DC, or, or specifically Batman. As, as you probably know, the Batman game is up to episode four now, I think, already, so the season's nearly over. Um, so that's a thing that's happened. Still no word on the Marvel game until this week um, when it came out that the list of games that got uh, leaked on, or not leaked, posted online for the, um, that the SAG-AFTRA strike was going to be impacting or potentially impacting. Um, yeah, that, that got leaked online and put online. And in that, there was a Guardians of the Galaxy game by, that was credited to the company that sort of runs the Telltale games, um, which is the... Uh, I don't think I actually have it here. I can't remember the exact name of it off the top of my head, so I seem like a scrub. Um, you scrub. <laughs> absolute scrub lord. Um, yeah, so it got, it's, it's been announced. It, it's called, at the moment, Guardians of the Galaxy, the video game, a.k.a. Blue Harvest which is uh, obviously a reference to Star Wars. Um, and, yeah, that's awesome. I'm, yes, 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 yes. If people who know me know I went, I was was the fucking captain of the hype train for Guardians of the Galaxy as soon as I saw that first trailer. And, oh boy, I love that movie. I love that movie. I love those characters. I would love to play a Telltale game set in that universe with those characters. Yes, please. Sign me up. Kyron, do you think we're going to get a look at that at the Game Awards? No. No? No. Oh, I, I just don't see it happen. Not, not like, so it's being, affected, it's being affected by the strike, is it? Mm. Yeah, nah. Uh, look, so it's... Uh... The Voice Acting Union... This is on a VJ247 article. The Voice Acting Union released a list of game titles that still need their voiceover contracts to be negotiated. So yeah. it's not entirely affected just yet. Considering that Telltale still knee-deep in Batman and they've got Walking Dead Season 3 coming up, I'd say well, probably not. And especially if the contracts you... haven't been renegotiated yet because of a strike. Yeah, okay. That's fair. That's just... That's, it, it, yeah, no, no, no. You, you're 100% right. I, I, I was just thinking, like... Strike aside, um, last year at the Game Awards was when we saw our first look at the Batman. Well, that's when they announced the Batman game. Yeah. The Telltale Batman game. So, I mean, if they do manage to strike some sort of negotiation in the next week or so, 
like you know, I fit, fingers crossed, touch wood, whatever you want to, the really like the thing you want to do. The Game Awards reveals are absolutely like in stone at the moment. I'd say. Yeah, I I, I don't true, want to rain on your parade. I really don't. <laughs> I just I I'm hoping I'm hoping like I know like the 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 odds are against it, but like you know I'd love to see just baby Groot dancing. Guardians of the Galaxy, the game. No, I want ad- I want adolescent Groot. Want. Adolescent Groot, yeah. All right, now nah, that's what you want. That's what I want now. Yes, and all I want is I just want it to be literally like a fifteen-second thing, and it's just like, like, like a yearbook-style photo of adolescent Groot, and all you can hear <laughs> is ooka chaka ooka 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 chaka ooka, and that's it. That's all the soundtrack is. It's just that. I hate you because that's going to be stuck in my head now. I know. I, I'm totally okay. Oh, I that would I would explode with happiness from that. Just that little, like, that's how I, I'm getting tingles just thinking about it, Kyron. Getting shivers. It's good. So, I mean, you know, hopefully we'll see that uh, sometime next year. Uh, it said that, so that there was, uh, that Marvel were partnering up with Telltale for a new game series scheduled for a 27 release. So, it, originally it was supposed to be for, for next year. So, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see, Kyron. Telltale have so much that they're supposedly doing. Who knows? Yeah. Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah, they've got a lot on their plate, don't they? Yeah, I feel like they just keep adding more to it as well. Yeah, they've just not... Do you know what they should add to their plate? A new engine? Fucking oath they should. Yeah, but... God damn it. It's beyond a joke now. That engine seems to be really struggling recently. Oh, It's got to be, like... They have to be... Oh, anyway. We'll see. We'll see. Only time will tell. Tail. Games. See what I did there? I did. I did, Joel. I I tried to not draw attention to it, but apparently you were intent on doing it, so that's fine. I'm dragging you back to it. That's fine. That's Forcing your face into it, going, look at what I did. Rub my face into it. That's fine, Joel. It's all good. Don't worry about it. That was it. Um, Oh, boy. Battlefield 1's had some problems this week. How'd you like that for a segue, guys? <laughs> that was dynamite. <laughs> that was a dynamite segue, Joel. Oh, jeez. So, Just I, I, throwing people off guard. So I read this, and I read that it's a Battle One, Battlefield 1 performance issues post-pro patch. Yeah. So, and DICE are zip-lipped okay. about it. Here's Here's the funny part. So, I mean, Dice has zip-lipped about it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whatever, like a Dice engineer, uh, has been super quiet about what's actually happening on Twitter. Like super uh, the quiet. old, the old Hello Games, technique. the old NDA, probably. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's actually. But that's uh, according to Digital Foundry, like Digital Foundry, for those who don't, who want to ever know, they are. They love tech and tech performance. Yep. They are all about it. They're all benchmarking and, and uh, showing what you can get out of hardware and games and whatnot. Yeah. So basically, they did some... They looked into the PS4 Pro enhancement at Battlefield 1. <laughs> enhancement? Yeah. Uh, and 
I'm not sure if this is related to that, but I find it interesting that both of these stories have come out this week. There was a very good chance that if you were if you were on the ball with Battlefield One, that pro mm-hmm. patch gave you a, an an advantage in in a, a, yep. like about ten to fifteen frames per second, which doesn't seem like much, but on a competitive That's level, a it would lot. be. That's a lot in, in a yeah in a competitive first person shooter game. That's frames are everything yeah so that is interesting but it seems like it wasn't it wasn't meant to happen no no god no you would hope not anyway because this is a this is a thing you don't want to have you do not do not want to have people on better hardware having a big advantage exactly because this is what they're trying to avoid yeah this is what they're trying to avoid is going it's going to give you a little bit of a boost in terms of like graphical power and it's going to make things look better and you can run it in 4k and hdr and whatnot what you don't want is you need this console if you want to be able to play if you, the game if you want to get good competently. Yeah, exactly. If you want to be if you want to be on a competitive level or even just on a, like a, like a level where you can keep up with people who are playing seriously, then you need that hardware. That's oh. Can you imagine if like something like this happened to Overwatch for example, which we play oh, a lot God. of like that would suck. Don't. Oh my god, that makes me sad thinking Don't worry, about it, Blizzard Blizzard wouldn't do it. <laughs> No, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. And like you said, I don't think it's been intentional. Yeah, no, but... based on the response, Ooh, I would say this was boy. something they didn't quite take into account when they when they put Ooh. the pro patch out. So, but oh, yeah, God, wow. No. Interesting situation. Really interesting situation. Um, oh, boy. That's rough. That is rough stuff. Um, and yeah, I mean, in this day and age and the internet and stuff and then things like, you know, Reddit and NeoGAF, like, the, this stuff gets out straight away. Oh, yeah. Lots of people like, have lots of soapboxes. Oh, yeah. Yep. And they all like to raise their voice. Um, and look, to be honest, this is... We, we gave ourselves a soapbox. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's where this was born. This, yeah, dialogue options was born from. But, I mean, it's... You kind of, like, have to be on their side for this one. This one's oh, yeah. pretty... This one's pretty rough. Um, but yeah, so... Are you playing Battlefield 1 out there, anyone? If you are, let us know if you've had any... That sounds uh, like that's where everyone PS4. is. <laughs> well, that's true, Based yeah. on Timefall yeah. and Infinite Warfare's numbers. Oh, yeah. Which is such a shame. Such a shame. Because I'm really interested in... I'm, I'm interested in all three of those games, but... One day, Kyron will get into them. Mm, maybe, Joel. We'll get there. Maybe. We'll get there. One day. I'm not as confident. <laughs> no, I'm really not either. Like, I'm probably more confident that I'm going to buy Watch Dogs 2 than I am <laughs> going to be buying any one of those. So, because um, that's a single-player driven experience that I don't have to worry about relying on people to play with me. Well, it's a single-player experience, especially considering the multiplayer launched <laughs> broken. <laughs> it was very broken, yes. That's, oh God. Watch Dogs 2 had a rough week. And again, I'm very sad for that because it sounded like it sounded like Assassin's Creed 2 Syndrome, where they took all the things that they heard people say about the first game and go, all right, let's let's turn it up. The first game was a beta test. That's the Destiny approach as well. Like, you know, it's the beta test. We've tested it out. People were interested in that world. Yes? All right, cool. Let's do the actual game now. Um, but yeah. Oh, boy. Patches and... Updates and things for better or worse. Games, it's the age we live. Games in. do 
just very rarely release complete these days, sadly. No. No, even, especially AAA. Even Final Fantasy Fifteen at this point, which was delayed until the end of November to include mm. stuff from the day one patch, is going to have yep. a new day one patch. Exactly, that juicy, juicy pro patch. Well, not even that. Like, this is like a... It's like another... The rumor is that it's like another 7 gig patch. Oh my god, Jesus. So, yeah, like, this is the world we live in. Like, games never release complete. Even if they try to delay it, like, there's always something, and they can't delay forever. No, no, that's it. I, I mean, yeah, it's better to delay a game as much as, it, you know, we, we just to go back on, like, what we were saying about 20 minutes ago about Persona 5, like, it, I mean, it's better to delay a game, make sure it's it's as close to the game that you want to release. Well, that's the thing about Persona, though. But, like, that delay's a bit different because that game's finished. It's just for localization. That's true, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly that game's finished. It's more polishing the... Yeah. But, like, again, like, if they're not going to have time, they shouldn't push themselves to no. fucking do it. Like, no. I'll wait. No, I can, I've waited this long for it. I saw a very depressing image of, like, the timeline of Persona <laughs> 5 earlier today. Yeah, I saw that like as well. Like back when it was announced in 2013. And I was just, I was yep. just thinking, how has it been three years already? 2012, yep. 2011. Oh, God. It's, yeah. Oh, At geez. least the finish line is in sight. It got, like, they picked it up and moved a bit a bit further away, but I can still see it. It's just over there. Yeah, just we're almost the there. It's not too much longer to go. Um, our last bit of news this week is something we'll probably cover in a couple of weeks after it's happened. Um, but... The Game Awards, the Keelys. The Keelys. The Keelys. Got their, the, the nominees for the Keelys were announced this week. Now, Kyron, this is a, a, your, a, a, you know, aforementioned soapbox. <laughs> I, am, I am outraged, Joel. You are, you are outraged. This is your, your, your letter to the editor, editorial <laughs> piece, about why you're not impressed with the Game Awards this year. It's it's mostly just, when I see that game of a year award mm-hmm. it makes me so sad that four of the five nominees are shooters yep no I I, I didn't even like I didn't even like I saw the games obviously and I was like oh yeah cool awesome they're all games that I've either played and thought were awesome or um, I've heard are really great didn't even think to put connect to the fact that they were yeah most of them were shooters um Different shooters, but shooters nonetheless. Well, yeah, they are different shooters, but like, I don't know, couldn't have squeezed in a Dark Souls? I'm not but, saying it should yeah. be there as a pity inclusion. I do honestly think, in yeah. my opinion, it should be in there over, say, a Titanfall or a Doom. Yeah. But... And I feel I feel like you're not alone there. Um, it came up on um, <laughs> YouTube Live if you watched it this week. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, respect to Brandon Jones. Yeah, fighting the good fight. I mean, look, I, I, it's not up there for me personally. Um, just because I played a lot of stuff this year that I have enjoyed more. It's okay. It's okay. I, did... I know you're a scrub. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. No, I, it's not to say I didn't enjoy Dark Souls Three because I did. I really enjoyed it. But I have had a much like I've had a, a few other things that I've enjoyed more. It's okay. Um, you, can, you can you can be a scrub. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, like I I do think it's strange that it's not on there. I like I I agree in that aspect. I do I do think that it's not. It, it should have been. I don't think it would have won, but I think it should have been considered. So I guess since we're going to bring it up, we might as well scan through some of these awards, and I I guess we'll go through them and 
I'll read the nominees and we should just pick which one we think is going to win. Awesome. Right. You read my mind, Karen. I was going to say, I forgot to mention this to you before that we should do this. And I'm so glad that you telepathically picked up on <laughs> that. That we, we we're in sync, man. All right. So for game of the year, there's Doom, mm-hmm. Inside, Overwatch, <laughs> Titanfall 2, and Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Yeah. Say so, okay. Now this is this is tough for me personally because two of these games are my game of the year, um, and that, that's Overwatch and Uncharted Four. Uh, if I had to pick though, if I was a betting man, I would go with uh, Overwatch. Just based on what it's done, I feel yep. like Overwatch might get it, but I could never rule out Uncharted Four just getting it because it's Uncharted Four. And I think I think the dark horse here is Doom. I don't think Doom will get it honestly. I don't think, but it is. It's the underdog that I feel like a lot of people. It's it's like the hottest one hundred syndrome. Oh god! It's like you know, everyone goes, "Oh, that song was really good. I liked it. I'll put it in my list." But no one else will vote for it. But everyone does that, and in turn, it becomes number one. Like, so I don't know. Like you know, that's the one I wouldn't put money on it. God no. But uh, look, you know, it's 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 uh the the underdog for sure but yeah it's i think it's that that, that race is definitely out of uh, uh, overwatch and uncharted right, pick, which are my two games of the pick year. one yeah pick one overwatch think, i think uncharted will get it actually yeah yeah i All think right. it'll edge it awesome. out just mostly because it's uncharted <laughs> yeah i'll be happy either way but um i don't know i think the yeah, overwatch yeah i i i would probably put money on overwatch being up there just for what it's done to the community like of, of people who play video games in general. I mean, like us, for instance, are the perfect example of that, who had never really played competitive online shooters very little or at all, and now we play fairly consistently, and we are quite into it. Like, I'm thinking about for the Overwatch League next year, trying to pick a team from a city and having them as my team, as in, like, a, like a sports match, and that's that's my team that I follow, and I get merchandise for them, and I watch their games every week. That's going to be my football, essentially. Like, that's insane. The fact that in the space of four months, like, it, that that's gotten me to that level, and I'm, you know we're not the only people that are like that. So I don't know. It's impact. It's been, and Uncharted Four is still like, mwah, mwah, creme de la creme. But yeah, I don't know. Just in terms of the impact that it's had on the industry, Uncharted Four just purely because it is now the benchmark of so many yep. things in video games. That's very true. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. That's very true. It's going to be interesting. It's good that this year we've got like a couple of titles where it's like, it could go either way. It's true. Mm. So next up we've got Best Studio slash Game Direction. So mm-hmm. Blizzard and Overwatch, DICE and Battlefield 1, id software and doom naughty dog and uncharted 4 respawn and titanfall 2 look i actually think our best studio game direction oh i think this is tougher for me than than game of the year to be honest really i i I just i think i get for, for the same two two companies um but it's between blizzard and naughty dog absolutely I yeah i think it is as well yeah with maybe battle like dice in there a little bit, but that's like that's because it's dice, and they always make good quality stuff <laughs> apart from dodgy pro patches. But um, yeah, I think mm. I think it'll be an echo of the game of a year. So I'm gonna stand by Naughty Dog. 
I actually think I think Naughty Dog will take that. I think in terms of if you look at it for un, like, oh, it's so hard. But <laughs> the world that they've built with Overwatch is very, very good. But I don't know that tr- the world. It is true, but yeah. they, it's worth noting that they are still adding to Overwatch as well. That's true, and sure, yeah, and very consistently. Uncharted Four is getting like single player DLC, but the narrative and like the game that is Uncharted Four is finished. Yeah, that's very true. And it, but again, it's, it's so hard to compare a multiplayer only game to a single player game. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. I still think Naughty Dog. It's, I think Naughty Dog will get it. I think Naughty Dog will as well. I think I think they'll take out that. Uh, I'm going. I'm going all over the shop for this one. <laughs> Yep, Naughty Dog. I'm spreading my love. Next up is Best Narrative. So there's Firewatch oh by Campo Santo. Inside by Play Dead. Mafia 3 by Hangar 13 and 2K Games. Oxen Free by Night School Studio. And Uncharted 4 of Thieves End by Naughty Dog. Slash Stone. Right. It's Uncharted. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got to be. But, I mean, like, shout out to Oxen Free. That game was awesome. And Firewatch, um, it, it got a lot of flack this year, I still but haven't I played, enjoyed it. I haven't played Firewatch, so I, I really need to play a Firewatch, but I I'm I know I'm probably going to enjoy that game. But um, cool to see Mafia 3 get a nod there for the narrative, because <laughs> that seems to be like the only thing it's got going for it. Yeah, wow. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's got to be Uncharted. I feel like one, it'll be Uncharted purely. there. Purely for, like, you know... Um, well, it's, it's the fact it's, the it's, way that wraps up the the, the, the saga. I mean, it's it's best like narrative, and yeah, the, the narrative in Uncharted Four is spectacular. Even beyond the stuff it just does as an Uncharted game, like I'll like the just the dynamics between Drake and Elena was just oh beautiful, that's, beautiful that, Naughty I, Dog. That, spoilers here for uh, anyone who hasn't. So just skip ahead like thirty seconds. Who hasn't played Uncharted Four yet and might want to? First of all, what is fucking wrong with you? Yeah. And second of all, just tune out for a little bit. Um, yeah, that scene where they like after the the, the race through the streets and you get back to the hotel and, and she's like, just there. Oh god, that oh it's, that scene. Oh, it's giving me chills thinking about it. That's probably one of the best things I saw in video games this year. Oh my god, that was so just the just just what they captured in that scene. Yeah, the performance absolutely. And the narrative. Oh god. Yep. So, so yeah, Naughty yeah, Dog. That, <laughs> Naughty Dog. Uncharted. It's gonna be that. Yep. Uh so next up is Best Art Direction. Mm. We've got Abzu by Giant Squid and Five O Five. Firewatch by Campo Campo Santo. Mm-hmm. Inside by Play Dead and Overwatch by Blizzard. This one's fucking tough because I feel like it is tough. I feel like Overwatch is going to get it, but I want Abzu. I want it more than anything else. I honestly think Inside will get you it. You reckon Inside will get it? Yep. This is the category for 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 Inside to win. Oh, interesting. I think. I think that's. I I that's there. That's that's my dark horse bet. I think is Inside uh, for this one. I, it's so hard to look past just the incredible art direction of Overwatch. Oh God, yeah, I agree. Uh, Overwatch is awesome uh, but we, i think it's gonna be this is the artsy fartsy that's like mm, yes the art direction of the inside was just like because they were trying to you know that it's that kind of thing i just um, want abzu to get it but i it, it won't happen i'll just be sad i'll just be sad i wouldn't be in a corner somewhere i wouldn't somewhere. be surprised if it did though i wouldn't be surprised if it did the, all four of these games that's that's a really tough category like a really tough category it's been a pretty good year for games 
Yeah, it um, has been. It's been better than most. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Our game of the year episode's going to be crazy. Yeah. Um, um, we'll, we'll figure about one out at a later date. <laughs> mm, well, yeah, yes, yes. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm leaning towards Overwatch just because... Yeah. But you, you're probably not far from Mark. Inside's definitely way up there as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Overwatch wins it, but I've, I've got... I've just got a feeling that Inside's going to pick it up. So, next up is Best Music Slash Sound Design. <laughs> Battlefield 1, DICE and EA. Doom, id Software and Bethesda. Inside by Playdead. Res Infinite by Enhanced Games. And Thumper by Drool. Uh, of the games of those that I've played, which is one of them, um, and, and it's the one I would pick anyway, I think Doom. You think Doom's going to get it? I want Doom to get it. You think Doom's going to get it? You think Doom's going to... I want Doom to get it. ...going to beat Battlefield 1's incredible sound design? Oh, yep. Interesting. <laughs> I think I think Battle One, Battlefield 1's going to get that just because of, like, just the effort and the work that, like, if you if you look at the behind-the-scenes stuff that DICE did for Battlefront... Yeah, it's that's incredible. true. Bad Company... When I played Bad Company 2 on a headset like the sounds that game makes is just it blew my mind and the Battlefield 1 beta was also incredible I just I can never bet against DICE when it comes to sound design like it's just one of the yeah. things they're incredible at yep no that's that's true uh, yeah you're probably not wrong there I think Battlefield 1 might take it but I want Doom I want Mick Gordon to get that for music man that soundtrack is I, just honestly if it was just music I think obviously it would get it oh uh, yeah I think so or even still I guess like I mean Res Infinite's got a pretty good soundtrack from what I hear so Thumper Thumper I've heard is really good yeah uh, Inside the entire soundtrack was played on human on a human skull so yeah that just makes me feel uncomfortable honestly weird <laughs> yeah played it just chill out yeah, maybe right? like, we get it okay come on. lay off the human skull percussion whoa <laughs> um yeah, no, I think you're right, though. I think Battlefield 1 will get it. I want Doom to get it, though. Ah, so next up is Best Performance. Ooh. So. <laughs> oh, God, Kyron. Alex Hernandez as Lincoln Clay from Mafia 3. Yeah, all right, solid. Is it is it Sissy, Sissy Jones? Yeah, I think Sissy, Sissy yeah. Jones yeah. as Delilah in Firewatch. Emily Rose as Elena in Uncharted 4. <sighs> Nolan North as Nathan Drake oh. in Uncharted 4. Rich Summer as Henry from Firewatch. And it's Troy Baker, but it's typoed here as Tory Baker. <laughs> oh my god, it is too. <laughs> Troy Baker is Sam Drake from Uncharted 4. Uh, side note here, didn't realise Rich Summer was in was the voice of Henry didn't from Firewatch. You? He's in Mad no, Men. Well, I, I haven't played it. Yeah, I know, I know. And that remember that time we saw him at yeah, PAX, he was like, at PAX across the room? Amazing. Yeah. I love Rich it was Summer. Crazy. I um, would love for him he has to a get board it. Games podcasting. But, uh... Yeah, that'd be awesome. I I mean well, hopefully, the fact, again, side note, the fact that the Game Awards usually do a sale over all platforms during the Game Awards for the nominees, probably going to pick up Firewatch during that, because it's probably going to go cheap then. It's a good game. Um, it's, it's just, make, like, yeah. you kind of got to go in with tempered expectations. It's a good game. It's fun. I liked it, I, and I was I was sucked in by it, but it's not a game I want to replay again. Okay. I'm That... that makes me more interested to play it because I want to know yeah I just want to know I'm excited to play it 
with, you know. But who's going to win? Mm, it's, for me, it's got to be one of the Uncharted oh, 4 obviously. guys. But, but who? I honestly want, I want Emily Rose to get it. Yeah, actually, I, I, yeah, that's it. I'm going with her as well. Like, her performance as Elena was incredible. Yep. Yep. No, I agree. Um, and, like, not to say that Nolan North and Troy Baker didn't do a good job, because they did. They did. The banter between the two of them were but was excellent. Just so much of Elena's stuff. Like, there was less of her stuff in, yep. in that game, but I remember a lot of her stuff more vividly. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, like, like we were talking about before, that scene in the yeah, hotel. the scene in the hotel. Um, so much that was said without words as well, and because it was... And the entire scene that... on the couch at the start as well. Oh, Yes. Like, yeah, you know, and it's not just, you know, voice acting work for them. It's also Mo- that, that mo-cap. they were down mo-capping. Yeah. So, like, it's that alone, I think. It's going to be one of those three. And, yeah, I hope Emily Rose gets it. So, next up is Games for Impact. There's Interesting. 1979 Revolution by Ink Stories, mm-hmm. Black Hood by Plethora Project and Devolver Digital, Orwell by Osmotic Studios and Surprise Attack, the Sea Hero Quest by Glitches and Vat Dragon Cancer by Numinous Games. Yeah, Numinous Games. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I um, wow, Orwell's on there, man. Yeah, I know. That's, That's awesome. That's really cool. I have that game. I'm going to talk about that potentially next week or the week after. I'm going to. I'm. I have it. I bought it at PAX because I played the demo and I really liked it. It um, looks awesome. And so, I'm glad it's on that yeah. list. That's really neat. Yeah. So that's an Australian game. But I. It's it's fat tracking cancer, isn't it? Probably. I don't know. Oh, I guess for games to impact, like that game. I I honestly haven't played it because I don't think I could play it. Uh, yeah, it makes me. It makes as far me, as like, like impact ball goes, like oh god, <laughs> I couldn't. Well, I hard. couldn't do it. I don't know. I I don't know about Blockhood or Sea Quest, a Sea Hero Quest, or 1979 Revolution. Um, 1979 Revolution sounds interesting. Actually, they all sound interesting. I'm going to go look all these up afterwards because I want to find out more about them. And the fact that Blockhood is by like published by Devolver Digital, that's always a good sign. That's true. Devolver do um, good stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'm put, gonna stick with Vatrak and Cancer. I think it'll get it. I'm I'm putting the vote for Orwell. Ooh, I I mean I would love it if Orwell got it, but it'd be so cool. Yeah. I don't think it's going to, but I'm that's that's my pick. We should have been writing these down. <laughs> oh, you can listen back when you're editing, man. Oh, that's true. Yeah, actually, I will. I'll do that. Uh, yeah, awesome. I'll write them down. So next up, we've got Best Independent Game. Oh. Firewatch by Campo Santo. Hyperlight Drifter by Heart Machine. Inside by Playdead. Stardew Valley by Concerned Apes and Chucklefish. And The Witness by Thecla? Thecla. Uh, Thecla, yeah. What a fucking lineup! Indies there. were on fire this year. Oh boy! I, I, I played two of those games, and they are two of my favorite games that I played this year. I want Hyperlight Drifter to get it so badly. Me too. I want Hyperlight Drifter to get it. But I feel like it's going to go to Inside, honestly. Yeah, or Stardew Valley. Maybe Stardew. I I I'm going to go with Inside for mine. That's my I, pick. Oh, okay. I'm going to go. <laughs> oh, this is really tough. There's a lot to go through I'm still going, here, man. 
Hyperlight Drifter. Oh, okay. I, I hope you're right. Um, I do. Yeah. Hyperlight Drifter. Because I, I, I want to be right. So... Holy shit, that game is good. It was really good. Mm. Uh, next up is Best Mobile Slash Handheld. So, <laughs> I, I'm sad just reading this. Yep. So, there's Clash Royale by Supercell. Mm-hmm. Fire Emblem Fates by Intelligent Systems and Nintendo. Monster Hunter <laughs> Generations by Capcom. Pokemon Ooh. Go by Niantic. And Severed by Drinkbox Studios. Uh, it's I don't know man I want Fates <laughs> more than anything else to get it but it won't and I know it won't I'm... yeah Pokemon Girl will probably win it mm, I mean I, it probably will despite the fact that like once the zeitgeist was over it was over yep it, yeah I guess that's true but I think I, there was still a lot of people playing like at the, the midnight launch last night and at PAX I still saw a lot of people playing but yeah it's dropped a lot. It will probably still get it, just basically, like, because when it hit, it hit hard, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a big deal. Pokemon Go seems um, like a safe bet there. Yeah. I would love Severed to get it. Uh, I need to go back and finish that game, but that game is really great, and Drinkbox Studios do awesome games. Because Guacamole was awesome. So next up is Best VR Game. <laughs> okay. Batman Arkham VR by Rocksteady and Warner Brothers. Yep. Eve Valkyrie by CCP Games. Job Simulator by Al- Alchemy Labs, which is an amazing name for a studio, by the way. That is really great. Yeah, Al's a- 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 O-W-L. Yeah, Al- Alchemy. Alchemy. Res Infinite by Enhanced Games and Thumper by Drool. I think Thumper might get this. Freaking Thumper? I- in-, in my head, I want Job Simulator to get it. <laughs> I Yeah, I that, that, it's not too far from it, because that seems to be like the game... That when people like get into VR, they're like, "It's like you've never played VR before. All right, play this. It's like a good like, it's the Nintendo land or the Wii Sports of of VR. It's uh, yeah, it's the Wii Sports. I'd say because like when you pick yeah. when you picked up a Wii remote and played Wii Tennis, you were like, oh, oh, I get it. Now. And when you yeah. put on the headset for Job Simulator and you like, you figure out you can just pick up the donuts or like you can, yep, you can eat donuts out of a bin and then vomit. Like it's just oh yeah." into a cup and then and drink, then drink the, yeah. the vomit like it's just the yeah. little things like that that go oh VR okay I get it now that's actually a thing um yeah I think I think Thumper might get it that's that's my because I've I've heard nothing but good things about that game oh, good. especially the fact that it's you know you can play it normally but in VR it's something else like it's just mind blowing I'm gonna go with Job Simulator yep and hope good bet good bet uh, so next is best action game, Joel. Best action oh, yeah. game, Battlefield 1, Dice and EA, Doom, id Software and Bethesda, Gears of War mm-hmm. 4, The Coalition and Microsoft, Overwatch by Blizzard, and Titanfall 2, Respawn and EA, though probably more so Respawn than EA at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, best action game. Doom. I, honestly, out of the options there, like Doom has the best action. Yep. It just, I yeah, I would say Doom for that one. Doom, I think. I, if if you're looking at it as a, an overall package, I think Battlefield One, because it had a solid single player camp. From what I hear, solid single player campaign and the multiplayer is rock solid as well. Doom's multiplayer not so great. Single player campaign, fucking excellent. It was great so, except for the boss fights, which I didn't like. 
yeah, fair enough. I didn't mind them, but yeah, I get. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think, think Doom will get that one. I think Doom. That might be Doom's time to shine. Uh, best action adventure game: Dishonored mm-hmm. Two by Arcane Studios and Bethesda, mm-hmm. Hitman by IO Interactive and Square Enix, Hyper Light Drifter by Heart Machine, Ratchet and Clank by Insomniac Games and Sony, and of course Uncharted Four: A Thief's End by Naughty Dog and Sony, which will win. Uh, yeah, I th- I think it will as well. I think Hitman will be a close consideration for it though. Maybe because but like as the, as action adventure goes again, like Uncharted Four is the benchmark now. That is true. Yeah, that is the action adventure game of the year. Yeah, I, Uncharted will win it. Oh no! Poor Dishonored Two. Oh, Kyron, oh. here we go. Best RPG. Oh, Dark Souls Three by From Software and Bandai Namco. <laughs> Deus Ex: Mankind Divided by Idos Montreal <laughs> and Square Enix. <laughs> The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Blood and Wine, which is DLC, mind you, <laughs> I, I, by yeah, CD okay. Project Red. World of Warcraft Legion by Blizzard, also DLC. Yeah, and well, Xenoblade yeah. Chronicles X by Monolith Soft and Nintendo. Oh, so if, if Dark Souls 3 doesn't get this. <laughs> How will you feel when a DLC pack beats out your game of the year? Because it is a high possibility that it's probably going to happen and it's probably really good DLC but Dark Souls 3 is the most pure form of Dark Souls it is everything that's good about Dark Souls 1 and Bloodborne in one game yeah and I just it's a good game but I I, I mean I haven't played Witcher Witcher 3 I tried to play it was too overwhelming it was just a lot I feel like I should try maybe go back to it but it just it it still makes me anxious thinking about it um Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear my heart on my sleeve and say, Dark Souls Three, do it, yeah, do it for I Miyazaki. I, I'm gonna, yeah, I would like to see Dark Souls Three get up there because I enjoyed that. And of the list of games that are there, it is the one that I've played of those. No, I'm, I'm um, tickled to see uh, Xenoblade up there, which I really loved. That's really great. Yeah, awesome. But, I, I mean, Legion as well because it was a good year for World of Warcraft. I mean, after the last couple of expansions, I heard were pretty rubbish unless someone who's um, by mankind divided being there just because i never i could mm, just i played it i bought it and i played like the first five or six hours and i just never felt compelled to go back i just it didn't grab me well you watched your housemate finish it i did and, and be incredibly disappointed in it i saw bits and pieces of a narrative and nothing i was kind of like yeah so it's set up for a next game okay cool yeah maybe i'll go back um, to it when the next one comes out <laughs> i'm gonna go blood and wine I know. You're, prob- I know. you're probably I think it's right, gonna win. and it's going to make me so I think sad. It's going to win when yeah. a DLC pack beats my yep. game of the year. To, to be fair, that DLC pack is the same size as the first Witcher game. Yeah, I know, but Docs. Oh, but yeah, it I'm is gonna, a DLC pack. I'm oh, well. Keely, Keely, I'm looking at you. <laughs> he he must fucking hate Dark Souls, man. <laughs> well, it's this is by a committee. I'm pretty sure anyway. So I think so. Yeah, I actually don't know who's on the committee. Sure. I can't remember. Uh, so next up is Best Fighting Game Killer Instinct Season 3 by Iron Galaxy Studios and Microsoft The King of Fighters 14 by SNK and Atlas USA Pokken Tournament by Bandai Namco and the Pokemon Company and Street Fighter 5 by Capcom I guess because they needed to round out the numbers yeah well it's bleak in the uh, fighting game scene yeah do you Um, think Street Fighter gets it just on recognition alone 
unnamed. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, it had a bad I, year. It did have a bad year. Pocket Tournament had a pretty good year. I guess. It was a surprise. It was a pretty surprise hit. Like, I think a lot of people were pleasantly surprised by that game, and it, there's been quite a lot of people playing that, and they're still releasing DLC for it as well. I think it... I don't know. Like, it's this is a hard pick. I'm going Pocket Tournament. I think Street Fighter... I think you might be right there. I think Street Fighter might win on yeah, it, I, like on brand recognition. I'm going to go Street Fighter but, just because of brand recognition. Just because it's Street yeah. Fighter, but it... It launched badly and has since yep. managed to stumble itself into a good position. But yeah, boy, bad start. Oh yeah, rough. Uh, best family game, Joel. Best family game. Dragon Jeez. Quest Builders by Square Enix. Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens by TT Fusion and Warner Brothers. Pokemon Go by Niantic. Ratchet and Clank by Insomniac Games and Sony. And Skylanders Imaginators: Toys for Bob and Activision uh, I think Pokemon Go because you think about all the families that yeah. go out and play that makes sense I would like to see Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens because from what I've heard that was a really great Star Wars a Lego Star Wars game um, but I think yeah probably Pokemon Go I mean I, if, if there's anything you need to say about Lego Star Wars Force Awakens as a compliment it got Harrison Ford to do new dialogue for Han Solo yeah, that's yeah. Wow, but I do think that, I do think Pokemon Go will get it though. I think so too. <laughs> oh, Karen. Best strategy game. Hopefully, the winner, Civ Six by Firaxis and Two K Games. Yep. Fire Emblem Fates by Intelligent System and Nintendo. The Banner Saga Two by Stoic Studio and Versus Evil. Total War Warhammer by the Creative Assembly and Sega, and XCOM 2 by Firaxis Games and 2K Games. Civ 6. I, Civ, I, I haven't played it, but I want to play I, it more than anything else in my life at the moment, just from what I've seen I of it. It looks yet. incredible. I've never really gotten into Civilization games. I played the demo for 5, and it sucked me in, and then I realized that I was in the demo and I couldn't save, and I rage quitted it and was like, I'm not playing this game ever again. Because <laughs> it was literally like a five hour session. Um, I just want Civ 6. Civ 6 is special. It's got to win. And Sean Bean's voice is magical in it. Yep. And I think everyone who's, like, it's reviewed exceptionally well. I think it's the, the PC game of the year. And it's a return of form after Beyond Earth as well, which I did not well, like that's it. at all, really. Yeah, no, neither did my wife. Yeah, so uh, yeah, Civ 6 is that one. Yep, definitely. Uh, best sports slash racing game. There's only one game in here that I'm interested in playing. FIFA 17 by EA, Forza Horizon 3 by Playground, MLB The Show by SIE San Diego, NBA 2K17 by Visual Concepts, and Pro Evolution Soccer by PES Productions. It's on sale at the moment. Yeah. It's on sale. Oh, Steal I, the week. I don't care. Uh, Forza Horizon 3 because I really want to play it and it looks great and it's the only racing game on that list and that's the only one of those like of those two genres the only thing that I like is racing games because I do like them but it's been a shitty year for racing games sure I'll throw my um, hat on the, Horizon, on the Forza Horizon one but yeah <laughs> yeah and again it's like it, Forza Horizon's reviewed relatively well yeah that's true that's true actually quite well it's done quite well whereas the rest of them have just been like yep it's a new one of these games. 
nothing new here. Whereas Forza Horizon actually did, you know, mix it up a little bit from what I hear. Yeah, but next one's another tricky one, Joel. It is. Best multiplayer game. Battlefield 1 by DICE and EA. Gears of War 4 by The Coalition and Microsoft. Overcooked by Ghost Town Games and Team 17. Overwatch by Blizzard. Rainbow Six Siege by Ubisoft Montreal and Ubisoft. And Titanfall 2 by Respawn and EA. <sighs> my heart says Overwatch. Yep, I want Overwatch. But my... Overwatch, Overwatch, Overwatch. But... Side note. Good to see Overcooked getting a look in there. My brain says Battlefield 1. Yeah, it's a safe bet too, I'd say. But Overwatch, that's me. I'm I'm go I'm doubling down on Overwatch. I'll, what is it? Quadrupling down on Overwatch. <laughs> um, I'm going to... Yeah. yeah, I'll say Overwatch, but just because multiplayer. It's out of those two. It definitely is. With like Although, the Dark Horse being Titanfall 2. I don't think we can ever really rule out Siege either. Actually, that's very true because that that's had a full year. That came out yeah. like two weeks after the game, Awards and they, last they year, announced so. a season two for its DLC as well. Yeah, oh, people love that game. They do. It had a free, it had a free weekend last weekend. We didn't play it. Yeah. I was going to download it. We were all it busy, go, Joel. But... We were all busy. Yeah, we were. We were flat out. Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah Overwatch, I think Overwatch. I'll say Overwatch. Even though I think there's a yep. really good chance Battlefield knock it. Yep. No. Oh look, it's the one that makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> most anticipated game God of War by SIE's Santa Monica and Sony Horizon Zero Dawn by Guerrilla Games and Sony Mass Effect mm-hmm. Andromeda by Bioware and EA Red Dead Redemption 2 by Rockstar and Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild by Nintendo Red Dead gotta be uh, for uh, me personally Red Dead I'm hyped as fuck for Breath of the Wild I'm hyped I'm moderately hyped for Andromeda Horizon Zero Dawn tepid God of War I don't know much more about until I see more about it um Red Dead I know I'm gonna buy that day one that's gonna be I'm gonna be all over that shit so the winner should be Zelda yeah but by community it'll be Red Dead Redemption 2 it will be Red Dead Rockstar open world game number 6 or 7 or 8 whatever we're up to now but Red Dead sequel. Yes. Yeah, yes. Um, yes. And then a bunch of stuff I don't care about. Yep. Uh, there's a whole bunch of fans. Esports well. player. Yeah. Hungry Brooks should win that. Don't care about esports team game. Yep. Yeah. Training game I don't care. No, no, best best esports game Overwatch. It won't, but Overwatch. Uh, training gamer don't care. Um, Danny O'Dwyer does really good content, so I want him to win yep. training gamer. Jacksepticeye does as well. Um, uh, but best fan creation, everyone needs to go onto the Game Awards website and they need to go to best fan creation and everyone has to vote for Project A2MR. Even though it's meant to be AM2R, not A2MR. Yeah, there's a lot of mistakes in this yeah. article. Um, Project Another Metroid 2 Remake. Go and vote yep. for it. It's better than those other games. I don't care about them. <laughs> Uh, Uranium will probably win it though. No, we I, we got a po- we got a Pokemon game this year, Joel. If that wins, I it's out of those two though. It's out of it's out of uh, AM2R and Uranium. Metroid fans, I ask you to as much as you probably don't want to do it because I did it and felt sick about it as well. Go to the website and vote for it. Do it. Oh, well, that's the whole list. That was. 
Uh, that's happening in two weeks' time. Yes, December 1st, I believe. Just yes. ahead of PSX. Yes, that's going to be a big weekend. Um, oh, boy. Yeah. So that was a, that was, a, that was the, the news chunk of the show, I guess. Yeah, that was fun. I like That was good going through that. I enjoyed that. Um, cool. We got one question this week from our good friend, Sean. Is it, not, is, it, is, he, it, is it an ironic question, I have to ask? <laughs> I feel like it might be. I feel like he's he's run out of steam at the moment. He's scraping the bottom of the barrel. Well, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure it's that. It's just I also mentioned, when I put up the questions like post, I did mention we would touch heavily on Pokemon. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Right. I feel, yeah, okay. He's playing funny buggers here. Oh. Let's answer this seriously then, because we did some research. Oh, did we? Shit. Go. And by That's research, fine. we mean we looked at one article. Yeah, it's all good. Don't worry. Uh, Sean asks, what is your favorite Digimon? Also, remember Digimon? Did you guys ever jump on that train back in the day? Um, he also prefaced it with like talking about the Tamagotchi as well, but I didn't include that. Yeah. I did have one of the Digimon Tamagotchi things, like the little square ones. And it was cool, the fact that you could battle with your friends. And I thought that was awesome. And I got one. It was great. And no one else I knew had one, so I couldn't battle anyone. And then it just became a Tamagotchi. Um, but it was cool. I had one. To answer your question, no. I never did jump on that Digimon train because I had Pokemon. Yeah, that's as close as I, I did. I think I watched the cartoon. I watched like half an episode and was like, this sucks. I'm not into this. <laughs> hey, but like Digi, Digiworld... Yeah, Digimon World. Digital Monsters. Out, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's... Anyway, to answer your question, Sean, is Argumon. Uh, yeah, sure, Argumon. You know, the Pikachu yeah, of the series. That's, yeah, yeah. You know, the, or, like a... the one who look, who's like, sort of like Charmander, but not. Yeah, yeah. No, it's to- no it looks nothing like Charmander, Kyron. Like, not even <laughs> a little bit or a whole lot. Oh boy! <laughs> Look, I just like when it came down to I can watch Digimon or Pokemon. I was going to pick Pokemon all the time. From that theme song, okay. Let's let's look at final note. Okay, final nail in the coffin. Let's look at the two theme songs of the shows. Yeah. So you got Pokemon with "I Wanna Be the Very Best," like no one ever was, and like any time if you start singing that anywhere, chances are at least six people around you are going to start joining in. Oh, like, are you saying before people, the end of the second line. Like, are you saying people don't know the Digimon theme song, Joel? Which is, Digimon, <laughs> Digital Monster, like, hey, that's you, it. You, you did not put your heart into that. I, I put about as much heart into it as the creators of Digimon did. <laughs> that's, oh, this, this, turned, this turned into to a be fa- Digimon. Like, I guess, Devil's that like, to be fair, like, Digimon has been sort of creeping back into the, like... That's true. Just sort of reaching over his apps going, hey, I've got a new game, guys. Ooh. Yeah. A lot of trading card games as well. Yeah. But yeah, the, the main answer to that question, Sean, is no. I don't. No. I know nothing about Digimon except for Agumon as a thing. And there was and I, yeah. other digital monsters that... Eh? Uh, and then Pokemon put in Mega Evolutions, which was like Digimon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's a Digivolve. Yeah. So, that's my answer. Anyway. <laughs> Yep, that's my answer too. Like, I had one. It was kind of cool, but I never used it. I had it a Pikachu Tamagotchi at some point, but not for long because I lost it, I think. That's cool. I had an OG Tamagotchi. That was kind of cool as well. The things we used to do to entertain ourselves back in the day. Kind now of. we have DSs. 
Yeah, exactly. And mobile phones. Like it's we have we have like smartphones that can play fucking like Baldur's Gate on them. Like that's Yeah, we can carry we carry too, devices but... that can play like hundred hour RPGs. We're, oh god, we're yeah. good. Like that's insane. It's insane. Like Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, I played on my phone. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't, but you can. On um Fire Emblem Fire Emblem Awakening on the three D S, so not Fate's Awakening, I put in at least three hundred hours. Like Oh yeah. No yeah. problems. So oh. Yeah. Alright. I think it's about time. That's the show, folks. That is the show. The Pokemon loaded show. <laughs> it was very Pokemon heavy and game. No Digimon's heavy. allowed. Well they can come, but you know, they can sit over there, like over there the side. Yep. Yeah, they, they, they can sit they, in the corner. They can talk amongst themselves. About, they can sit in the corner and think about what they did. <laughs> Which is not be Pokemon. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Where did we go wrong? Oh, there. <laughs> oh, we weren't um, Pokemon. Fair enough. <laughs> that'll do it. That'll be, that'll be what does it. Oh, God. All right, Karen. Take us out of this bad boy. All right. Thank you once again for listening to Dialogue Options, if you got this far. We always appreciate it. Uh, we are open to feedback as well. We love to hear from people if you've got any suggestions or even things you want to hear us talk about because, uh, you know, sometimes we just we pluck a story and go, that'll be fun. Yeah. And, eh, you know. So we are happy to hear from people. Uh, you can email us. You can reach us at dialogueoptions at gmail.com or alternatively, if you're on those social medias as all the cool kids are these days, you can throw us a cheeky like on Facebook where we are Dialogue Options. Or even give us a little follow on Twitter, which is at Dialogue Options, one word. And if you want to see what we're up to individually, you can follow myself on Twitter at X, or you can find Joel at Jolly Mac. Yes, he's, he's got it. He's got the Twitter down. It's good. I'm all over it, man. It's all good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like... that's if you want to see what we're up to. Recently, it's just been me tweeting about Pokemon, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine's. Been, I don't even know what I've been tweeting about. Jeez, Joel, keep up. I mean, I'm. I, yeah, it's about hard hitting topics yeah. in the news. And... You had it, and then you lost it. <laughs> Shit, uh, they're on to me. Uh, but anyway, we'll let our wonderful theme song by Azure Flux take us out, which is of course "Strike Witches Get Bitches," and we will catch you next week. See ya. See ya.